What's going on? You listening to the Enough Said podcast, where we give you the listener exclusive look into our group chat. I'm here with my co-hosts Joy and Vail. Joy, what's going on? Hey, hey, I'm good. Badass kids outside. <laughs> Vail, what's good? What's poppin'? What's going on? We here? We live? We live? We live? This is actually gonna be our first show that's going. Uh, it's gonna be published that we actually putting out this week. Not our first time recording, but this will be the first one that you to listen to get a chance to listen to. So we're gonna get straight to it. But first, Vel, Vel, how was your week, bro? Uh, my week was decent, man. I um honestly I didn't do much this week. I um I guess starting to settle in the quarantine and forgetting about like kind of forgetting about the fact that we actually in a quarantine. So uh just trying to stay away from the negative news still and do what I got to do this week, so that's pretty much it. Is that is that um uh, is that because they open this shit back up, or are you just, you well, just used to it now? Indiana, like, I'm <laughs> used to it too. It's both. Indiana opened up, and Indiana right up the street from me. So when Indiana opened up, I was like, wow, like I can literally go 20 minutes to a restaurant and sit down. So why is it not open up where I'm at? So you know, it's kind of just the thought process of that, and you know, I just been used to like finding ways to have fun during this time. So. Find a way to have fun. Hey, what you do for fun this week? Yeah, what you do for fun this week? I play two. How I you play, find ways? To I fun? play two K. I play cards. I uh, <laughs> Facetime people in the group chat that I'm in. You know about that. So, just a little small yeah. stuff. You know that I, I'm already uh, like uh, a home. Like I'm a homebody already. So, I be. I yeah. feel you. Cool. Joy, what about you? How was your week? It was a pretty chill week. Um, I didn't do much. I've been cooking my ass off, and I'm really sick of it. It's nothing else to do since we've been in the house. Like Bill said, just trying to find something fun to do. So instead of cooking, cooking like I normally would do in the kitchen, I grilled for like my third time, and that shit was going good. Okay. I see you've been grilling a whole lot back today. I was about to say, okay, yeah, but, and I should have finished and sent this to y'all because my shit looked. Good, and I, I was, I'm getting much better at it. I got a little baby ass girl, so I think I'm trying hey, me to Because <laughs> I want to cook for but, Memorial Day, but I just feel like I'm gonna be cooking all day on that little grill. You definitely are. <laughs> that motherfucker. Oh, I got the I got the last grill too, and that bitch got a maximum capacity of like a pack of hot dogs <laughs> and a few burgers. <laughs> You try to throw some ribs on there, you'll be out there for six hours trying to cook something that big. How was but, your barbecue? Uh man, it was uh it was solid. Uh like I tweeted this uh, earlier this week, man. It's my third weekend in a row barbecuing. So the quarantine fifteen is definitely in full effect. Okay, okay. Like, <laughs> like we def I was definitely feeling a little sluggish earlier today. So I actually I actually downloaded that Nike Run Club app and I did like the uh the first run on the uh, Nike Run Club app today, so that was that was solid. I didn't think that I could still run for twenty minutes straight, but I got it done, and it felt damn near impossible. But other than that, man, it's been a super chill week on my end too. Uh, not much has changed over the past month or so. So, I mean, it kind of is what it is. I was laughing when Bill said finding ways to have fun because I'm literally like downloading stupid ass apps on my iPad and on my phone and shit. Playing poker and fun run and oh, all type of crazy yeah. shit. <laughs> Got to. All, t- 
all type of crazy shit, trying to just pass the time. Like, even working at home, I'm finding new positions to sit in just because I'm tired of looking out my window. When you said positions, I definitely thought we was going to go into some different type of podcast. <laughs> Look, freaky ass boy. <laughs> he said, try to do positions. I'm dead. Okay. Well, it is it is six o'clock on a Sunday <laughs> afternoon. I just got done watching past the Jeffrey <laughs> Do you play video games too, Jalen? No, nah, I man, I don't got no video games. Uh, yeah, I, I haven't been able to afford that luxury People for just some years. Talking nah. about this PS Five, like it's gonna be. Hey, if I can find me one that'll get the PS5 for me. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> that's the only way you're going to get it. That's the only way I'm getting it, and I know that's the only way a lot of niggas out there getting there. So I'm getting, I'm I getting can't be. the normal way. I know ain't nobody going to buy that motherfucker for me. I wouldn't buy it for me, but I'm going to buy it for me. So. <laughs> Man, I quit acting like they'll be in modest. Yeah, no. <laughs> that's a lot of money, though. I ain't going to lie. Somebody got me a PS5, I didn't cry. Like, I ain't... Like these other niggas who, you know what I'm saying? I, I've been gifted with things, but not that it costs like, you know, five, six hundred dollars that need accessories and everything. So somebody buy you that, yeah, yeah that's definitely somebody that either just super up or they super love you. So definitely Yeah, that's what's up. Yeah. Yeah, that's definitely love. But speaking of money, yeah, the PS five is expensive. But that, that's kinda a decent segue into our first topic. Um over the last couple of weeks, unemployment hit an all-time high. We talking like 13, 14%, which is like close to damn near like depression numbers almost in terms of how the economy go. And it had me thinking, what is the worst thing I ever did for money? And the reason I thought about that shit is because the way things going, it looked like a nigga might be returning to some of the ways <laughs> if we continue on this trend. But it also made me think about my first job, period. So I wanted to ask y'all, like, what was y'all first job? And then uh, what was the worst thing uh, y'all have ever done for money? Because it may be somebody out there that needs somebody this. Nah, 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 nah. Vel, nah. what was the first job, Vel? I see you ready. You, you just sound super ready. Bro, my bro, my, my first job was terrible. I, You know, my first job, I was at working at a tire factory. Now, the whole thing was crazy because I had just finished my first year of college. I had to find a job for the summer. I, I My GPA wasn't good enough for me to get no internship. You know, I capped it off in school. So when I came home, mom was like, look, you're going to get a job. I know somebody at a tire factory. They're going to hire you. So I'm thinking, tire factory, tire shop, I go in and I can help people when they pull up and put their tire on like a regular tire shop. <laughs> so the dude is like, yeah, I'm going to put you on second shift. You can work from 3 p.m. to 11 p.m. I said, I don't know nobody that can get their tire changed at 11 p.m. So I'm looking at the shop. I'm in there. It's regular people, mechanics, changing tires and everything. And so I, he take me to the back. Like, this is where you're going to be at. So when I get to the yeah, back. completely different bro, idea for you. <laughs> bro, it's all type of 18-wheeler truck tires. It's hot. Like, it's machines going. And they literally retread and tire. Like, taking a tread that's ruined on the other tires, melting it off or taking it off, and then putting new, new tread on. But it's all Mexicans back there. So I'm Damn. the only black person. And when I tell you, like, my first day, I sat down. I worked for, like, an hour and a half, two hours. I'm like, Damn, I mean, I'm tired. Like, so I sat down on, like, one of the little side things. And somebody came up to me like, oh, no, man, we don't really sit down here at this job. You got to keep working. So it was really like a, <laughs> it was really like a sweatshop, bro. And I did that. I did that for two summers, bro. Hey, I did it for two summers. 
Bro, hey, you put your ass back. Bro, the Mexicano bro, bro said we don't sit down. I said we don't sit down. Hey, did you have to apply for the job or you fill out any paperwork? I ain't fill out nothing. <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> bro, that's why I felt like, and then the dude, I, I was making $10 an hour, and then one dude was making like like eleven fifty. Yeah, I make eleven fifty. I'm like, okay, what what is your cause my job was simply to look at the tires and if they was good enough to be like re, like fixed, I pass them through the assembly line. But it was another machine where it was super hot and like somebody they arm touched the, the tire when they was in that machine and they armed like a whole bunch of skin just came off their arm. They really patched them up and he just kept working. And he made a dollar and fifty That's more crazy. because he was working in that little area, so he got. He was getting hazardous. Yeah, he was, exactly. <laughs> so I'm like, these people is crazy. Like, and the job was crazy. And I and I still came back. The only thing I said next year was, I just can't work the second shift because second shift is the worst shift you can have. So I said, I'm not working second shift. I got to go to first shift. Mm. So the next time I worked from 6 a.m. to like 2 p.m. Whatever that eight hour block is, and I was fine. But I never. I said I never. I'm never doing something I don't want to do again. I would never work somewhere where I don't want to work again. Like I felt no impact in my job. Like, fuck these tires. Fuck niggas who's ruining their tires. Like, I'm cool. Hey, so you got a whole different type of energy when motherfuckers hit potholes. Bro, it just hit, <laughs> bro. I, I look at tires now, like, that, that tire decent just needs to be retreaded. Like, I know what tires are. Like, it's just crazy, bro. But, yeah. So, is that, that was your first job and your worst job? My first and worst job, for sure. That's crazy. Joy, what about you? What was your first job and what was the worst thing you ever did for money? Well, <laughs> this oh, man. I think about it. Just listen to Bill's story. I'm like, man, I ain't never had nothing that bad, but <laughs> I have. That was like my my third job, but that's a whole nother story. That was UPS. But my Ooh. first, <laughs> I I have like a my family had a family bookstore growing up, so we had. Bro, like, I don't remember that bookstore. So like, I that was like. I would say, like, technically my first job. And that always was, like, crazy in itself because it's, like, how cool can you really be, you know, when your people got the Christian bookstore? Like, it really... Oh, man. Right, like, you know, <laughs> and it's right by the junior high school. So, like, you see me walking here every day. Right. Like, if you don't, people, you know, introducing themselves to me at school, niggas trying to get on, like, yeah, you that girl to be going to that Christian store after school, like... Yeah, that's me. <laughs> but that just goes to show you like how deeply in the Christian community my family was. So that goes for my first actual job job. Like my first job where I got a paycheck, like a pay stub, because like my family gave me a little money or whatever. But like my first job job was a job given to me through East Chicago. It was some pastoral foundation committee team type thing. And we had to go in there. And they set us up to go work for other places, but we had to come back and work and, like, do little workshops at the church. And I, they had put me at a daycare. And that shit was really cool. I really enjoyed working with the kids. And it was a daycare right behind my house. Like, me and the daycare shared the same alley. Like, it was fucking perfect. I would walk there after school. But I was on, I was so hyped up and I was only getting paid fucking seven dollars an hour. So my checks came out to and I only worked like twenty hours a week. And they still did taxes and all of this shit. So my checks was <laughs> as fuck. Like 
I think I bro, seven, seven, just seven sounds so bad. I had bought but like yeah, some no, Nike Roche runs. You remember, like them shoes was the nice little cheap shoes though, and that was them right, in my right. whole check. I'm like, damn. And I got fired from that job. I got fired from a, well, I won't say I got fired. That's the first job I ever got fired from. But I've never passed a drug test. I've never passed a drug test. Never in my history of drug tests. I keep jobs. So why? How many? I mean, like, how many did you take? That confuses me too. Like, well, as far as do people take? Why do people take drug tests knowing they're gonna fail? Because you don't know they always gonna drop you. That was a random drop, and I was like, "What?" And that was my first drop. You know, this was like when we were still in high school. So I'm like, you know, oh, I drink a cup of water. You know, some cranberry juice from good. They really ain't even gonna drug test us. Like, this is the church. They ain't gonna do that. Like, they ain't got the money for that. Get out of here. Like, y'all could be giving us the money. You can't tell me y'all got the money for that. My check is this. They not. But as far as any other situation, like, I got a good-ass resume. Like, (laughs) I got a good-ass resume. Because it's always been, like, we like you. But your results came in. And <laughs> we noticed that they can't have it terribly Now the whole thing about it was that I fucked with the lady so hard that worked at the daycare that she kept me on, but she said I am gonna have to drop you for HIPAA reasons, you know, whatever. It wasn't daycare, like you're gonna have to take a drop eventually. So I cleaned the fuck out. I was so shitty. It was like in the summertime, I couldn't smoke none. All my friends outside rolling fat ass joints. And I couldn't do nothing. It was like Wiz Khalifa time. It it was a lot. But I got the job and I stayed there for a long time. And I never got fired again. And then I have passed the drop since. It wasn't my piss, but I passed the drop. That's what I, that's what I was getting ready wow. to say. Like, how you couldn't find nobody? Like, cause I no, got... the whole thing about it is I was always small. And the thing about niggas is like y'all have places to tuck piss. Right. I did have piss with me to take that drop. But the piss was not body temperature. Right. I didn't have no plate. I don't have no titties. And I didn't have nowhere else to, to keep it warm. Right. So when I did it, and she, she told me, like, you know, this not warm enough. I'm like, fuck. Fuck. <laughs> fuck. Okay. I mean, All right. I'm anemic. I don't know. So then, right. So then, they, you know, okay, you need to go back out there, you know, get a cup of water, you know, relax. When you're ready, come back. You know, right. come back in the room. So I'm like, fuck. You know, it's... But I'm do. They doing all this at the church. Yeah, yeah that's, that's what I'm they saying. They sent us to Healthy East Chicago to do that. Uh, Joy, it's crazy. You've been an evangelist for a long time. I got uh, Jesus loves you tapping <laughs> on my arm. I love the Lord. For you started off in the Christian book club. Then you was babysitting the little Bible, the Bible ties. No, that was not Bible ties at all. Bible ties. had nothing to do with the church. I think the lady that ran it just happened to go to the church, but them kids was bad as fuck and nothing. To- Man, that was all the future uh, hundred voice children's choir. Oh, I wish they would have spoken that line. No, <laughs> that's crazy. But I guess, man. So my first job was. My first job was at the Boost Mobile store. And it was crazy. Yep. yep. On Main Street. Shout out to Tuss. Like that was my That was my very, very first job. Of course I was getting paid like under the table. Like definitely ain't fill out no paperwork like Vail. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, he was had to be cash, like you know what I'm saying, every Friday. And it wasn't like it's crazy. I was working in the cell phone store, but I ain't had nothing to do with the phone. Because I was, like, only 13 or so at the time, I think. Like, 13 or 14 at the time. I was probably a little older than that, but 
he had me doing like shit around the around the store, like sweeping up the store, like pretty much damn near like a maintenance tech almost. You no, know, damn well I don't know how to fix nothing. But I'm for the most part hanging out in the store and like just doing whatever they need me to do and then collecting money for the hours that I was there. Uh now the dude that owned the cell phone store, he also owned like some rental properties and shit like that. So this is what led me to like quit the job when he started having me go out to like different properties and shit. And I had to like clean up the properties and cut the grass and all that shit. And I was like, I was like 16, 17 at the time. Actually, now that I think about it. And it was just like, yeah, I ain't here for that. Like hanging out in the cell phone store over the summer sound cool, but like out here cutting grass and like picking up trash around rental properties, that ain't what I signed right. up for. So I ended up quitting. Yeah. But my worst job, man, the worst job I ever had, some shit I will never do again. Like, regardless of the circumstances. Uh, I think like, I know what you're talking about. Do you? What is it? Is it Waffle House? Uh, nah, bro. Nah. It's a way worse than they that. They had to sell vacuums. <laughs> <laughs> they weren't selling vacuums either. That should sound Damn, hard as hell. Hey, selling vacuums sound hard as hell, though. I had a little yeah, history. Do you I ever show up for a fucking interview for that shit? What? Nigga, the interview, I went through the whole process. Like, what are you talking about? Still. That made, Kiana made lots of money off of uh, the vacuum. Yeah, Kiana did. Once she, yeah, I wanted her to talk about that, but she dropped off. But yeah, I did the whole process too. But that ain't even the worst. The worst job I ever had was cleaning carpet. Oh, yeah, no, nah, that's tough. That shit was terrible. What's so bad about it? Man, that shit was I awful. I can imagine it like vacuuming of... all day. Only yeah, nah, you, gotta nah. probably gotta, you probably got to do that shit like deep Boy, clean. You gotta, yeah, you got to carry these heavy-ass, hot-ass hoses from this truck into into these apartments. Some of these apartments are third floor, fourth floor type shit. You got to swing the hose out the window. Then, like... You going into people's apartments and these joints is nasty because this is this is not like you know what I'm saying like Stanley Steamers or no shit like that. So we not going into the nice cribs. These this is the black owned. You need carpet to give me that number. <laughs> we got three vans and we got six employees, and you finna hop in the back of this van and ride around all day going from apartment to apartment, just cleaning these joints up. And y'all had and a lot of business, didn't y'all? Bro, business was boring. Exactly. Yeah. This nigga like the the own yeah the owner of the business. This nigga was loaded. Like he took us to his crib one time. Like he was paying me under the table again. Like I ain't I ain't fill out a W two until I graduated college. I ain't never had a job that was like getting pay stubs and shit like that. But I had been working since I was like thirteen. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, he took us to his crib. This nigga loaded crib, nice as hell. But all the trucks, like it's a black owned business. Like all the trucks was like uh like you could tell he just started one by one. Like so at first he was working in the trucks, then he hired one person, then he hired another person. And the dude was cool, man. He definitely kinda inspired me though, because he said his goal and mission was to like hire people that wouldn't like usually be able to get a job type shit. So he was hiring niggas that had felonies and all this other shit. But the number one nigga on his team was crazy. Like, insane. And, of course, this is the nigga I get paired with. But we rolling. Like, we rolling from house to house. This nigga hanging out hanging out the window on the highway in a motherfucking, uh, in the van with all the equipment in the back doing 80 on I-95 and all this other shit. Like, it was crazy. So, that was the worst job I ever had. 
And that's the worst thing I ever had to do for money was definitely clean apartments. And we cleaned some apartments on Guthrie. And this was this that those those apartments was awful. Like if you from East Chicago, you from the harbor, and you from Guthrie, you know some of them joints. Some of them buildings was nasty as fuck. So, but that is the worst thing I've ever done for money. And regardless of what happens during this Corona shit, never I would never go back to that. <laughs> <laughs> I would never go back to that shit again. But moving on, that was that was decent, right? That was a little decent. No, that, that, say, that was but... definitely decent. And I, and I think that everybody's experience with these jobs, like, you know, it makes a lot of sense in terms of, you know, everybody has reasons why they won't do it again. Everybody has reasons why they work a job. So I feel like that was definitely yeah. decent, yeah. And for you, the listener, said, you know, it's on – at least from me and Vail experience, you can go out there and motherfucking uh, retread tires or clean carpets. Right. All type of right. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> right. You know, push cup and shove and still work out there. Fuck Just you. make sure that you're passing your drug test. No. Look, you got monkey. It's monkey piss. You ain't got to look. Monkey piss. Right. Look, monkey. Or, no. uh, but yeah. Monkey yeah. business. But you know everybody working now, like everybody you know fortunate enough that's on the pod as you listening to right now, we still working, we still got jobs, Blessing. but we also still paying bills, which leads us to our next topic Woo. now this is kind of like a hot topic it it just spun the block a few times in terms of like on being on timelines and you know sparking different arguments and shit like that. but the question is, are you and your partner splitting things fifty fifty Mm. Now I know like some of the arguments are, you know what I'm saying? Like you not a man if you asking your woman to split the bills or whatever Cal- with you 50 50. Uh, I would then fuck it, I wouldn't finish, but no, I'm just saying that are particular you, point you're saying is cap. Like No, like we get right into it, bro. Like how you um how you feeling? Like are you splitting things? Is it okay to split things with your partner 50 50? Why or why not? Is it okay? Uh is it okay? It's it's perfectly fine. It's perfectly reasonable and rational to split things with your partner 50-50. That's the first thing I will say. Now, mm. I feel like depending on your relationship, and like currently I'm in type of like a situation, you know what I'm saying? A little thing we what we got going on has been going for years. So okay. a little thing, right. thing, so situation. It's always, it's, <laughs> but we you know, we've been rocking since high school. So so the thing is this, like we've not we've already had conversations. And I said, look. When we get if we get a place and we stay together, if I'm doing a mortgage, like I and she said straight up, like, well, she came from a household where the mom makes more money and everything like that. So it's always been like, okay, that's what she's seen. But I told her, well, no matter what, if I don't have as much, and it's just me personally, I don't have as many expenses as she might have. I get my hair cut, I buy clothes every now and then, shoes and shit. But she does the nails, she does her hair, she does makeup, she does all this other shit. You know, and both got Cardos, all this type of shit. So I said, if I pay the mortgage, I expect you to just get most of the bills. I might get the cable, but you get water, heat, you know, everything, whatever, whatever come into it. If that's the thing, if we, have, if that's how we live in, that's how we live in. But it's not going to be 70, 30. It's not going to be none of that. It's going to be, if I pay one, you paying the rest and vice versa. It ain't, and I, and I don't really care what situation is. If it, even if I'm making, unless I'm making a significant, like if I'm making 200, 300,000, and she making yeah. like sixty five. I'd be a goofy not to take everything on and then do my thing because I got plenty of it. But right, right. But if that's not the case, we gonna finance it out. I'm, I don't have the, I don't have enough pride to be like, 
Oh, we lost Jordan. I don't have enough. Right. I don't have enough pride to say I'm not doing that. I don't. I don't have enough pride <laughs> to say you can't make more than me. You can't pay this. You can't pay that. No, I'm paying for dinner. I'm gonna pay for dinner a lot of the times. But I won't. I won't. Uh, so that's, yeah. But go ahead, I'm sorry. That's that's a different that's a different angle to look at it too. Because like during like what about like just during the courting like you know what I'm saying phase of the relationship. You know what I'm saying? As men, like, we kind of, we kind of, like, when you first date somebody, you feel almost obligated, you know what I'm saying? I'm picking up the tab. You know, no, you do. We, every you time do. we move around. You do. You know what I you mean? Do. But, like, once you move on past that, that courting phase, that dating phase, even after, like, the honeymoon phase, you know what I'm saying? And y'all actually, like, got expenses together. Then is it, like, is, is it still, are you still expected to, like, do that shit? I feel like it's a lot of, it's a lot of women that feel like, it's a lot of people in general that feel that way. But, bro, you just kind of went in. You was a little passionate. <laughs> yeah, no, no, for sure, yeah. yeah. And, it, 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 you know, it could be because, you know, I done had, like, a little sip before I got on here. But, no, nah, that's how I feel. <laughs> that's, that's just how I feel. Like, I feel like, motherfucker, if, if, if we're, if we're in a relationship, we're going to do what's best for us. So why would you want if if you're a woman why would you want your man to go broke because you saying you're not paying nothing now he paying everything but when y'all go out he going to the barbecue with little ass pints of drink because he can't bring this he can't afford because right? he paying for everything <laughs> so now you got this nigga on your arm with forces right? busted <laughs> right he, he ain't got nothing he showed up to the barbecue with this pint your girlfriend's like look at this nigga he ain't got no bread why you got this little ass bottle so you know it's just like everything he brings is a personal. Like, you don't want that. You don't want that. So, all right, cool. So, Joy, what's your opinion on splitting shit 50 50? Why or why not? I must say, no, not. No, you're not splitting shit 50 50? No. Please get um, into it because Vail just had a completely different art. I love it. Please get into well, it. Well, as far as just me, look, <laughs> personally, I live by myself for the most part often. I've had my own leases and just me for about four years. So, like, if it is somebody that I'm, like, talking to and it's something like that, for the most part, you're moving into my space. And that's because I have terrible trust issues. I mm. have been with, like, not even been with people, but I've just seen other people in situations. Be fucked up just trusting somebody else. I know that I can take care of myself. Like, I can pay my bills all by uh, myself. So, like, uh, if you're here, I'm sorry. So, you you saying you wouldn't, like, move in with nobody else. They got to move in with you. And if I was to move in with you, if you were taking care of yourself before I was there, I don't. <laughs> no. I'm not going to pay your bills now. Like, you was doing it. just fine. Like, I'm not. Say what you need mine for. <laughs> right. Now, as far as, like, I've been in these situations, and, like, I've been on both ends. And. When you're the other person, it's other stuff that you can take care of, but it's not going to be my bills. Like, and I don't want you to even feel like you are paying my bills. And if you do pay my bills, like, it's not because you, like, live here. Like, But what if things increase? Like, yeah, you there, but now that you've been in the shower and washing your clothes, too, my water bill just increased by $1,500. So I'm now saying, what you're I've been here. I've done it before. <laughs> and I've been able to, like, take care of myself, like, Make sure you say like we, you know, we good. Like I've had hey, people, like I've had. So, I want, I want to say roommates, but I've had p- 
people move in on occasion twice. Why are they not roommates? Because <laughs> I feel like as a roommate, that's like that's like doing a ownership type of thing. Like this is my shit. Don't do shit and like no, it's not like that. This is ours for sure. You're here, you moved in. It's ours. Oh, that's interesting. But so, as, and just that's how I mean too, how I was raised, but yeah, I, I can take care of myself. So if you here, yeah. And if it is gonna be that situation, you know, and I don't wanna convince nobody to, you know, pay all my bills. Like if that's not what's for you, then you know, this is just not your ministry. Like <laughs> it's something else that's for you. Talking about your ministry. <laughs> but so so say y'all like, you know what I'm saying, say you with somebody, your partner or whatever. And like y'all go get a completely different place, right? Y'all go go get a mortgage together or whatever. Y'all go get a house and place together. Do those same do those rules carry over? Or like do you start off, all right, now we going down the middle and shit? Or is it based off like who making the most or like does the man or the woman like you know who who well how does it play so out then? Like dominance thing, like because you know for sure, not all if very few of my relationships have been with me. So, like, as far as me and other women, like, that's just what it is. Now, me and another man, it's the same thing. Like, I've had somebody in my space, but this is my space. Like, now, if we do move into something together, I'm not moving into something together with somebody with the precedence that I'm going 50-50. Like, if I'm moving into a place with somebody, they're paying the bills. Until then, I'll pay my own rent. Joy, who wearing the pants in your relationships? It like I said, it differs. Every relationship <laughs> is different. Every relationship is different. It's like the sisterhood. So you know, traveling so pants. you, so you, so you know how to be dominant, and you know how to be the 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 the, the opposite of that. I think I can't everybody right does. It's just the the situation that causes for it. Yeah, I mean, I can't. But that, and that's what and that's where niggas mess up because my thing is, if you what I like, I said like when I said about it, what I said about it was. It makes I go off everything I do moves off logic. Everything is logical. So if you would like, you know, if you're if you're making more money than me as a, as a woman, it's that done. <laughs> <that> right? <laughs> but if you if, if you're making more money than me as a woman, I'm not gonna sit up here and poke my chest out and take over every bill when I know damn well you got more money in your pocket than me. That's cap. That, that like that. May, I'm, so basically, what I'm doing is I'm going broke. So that I can be a man. Now, listen, if I'm doing that, like, people might have to take this the wrong way or whatever. But this is what I feel about this. If I'm doing that, if I'm being this manly role and I'm taking over all the bills and I'm paying for everything we eat and I'm doing all this and doing that and the third, then I should be able to treat you how I want to treat you because I'm taking care of you. So, oh, that, so you, you, like, you, like, you, like, you like my kid. I'm taking care of you so I can call you what I want to call you. Hey, we're going to have to edit we're gonna have to edit this whole little thing. You feel you, Captain? <laughs> bro, that's a fact. We're gonna have to fact. edit that whole bro, little part no, out. No, He's no, talking way. He don't know what he's saying. Saying. No, that's a fact. Hey, this is a saying. disclaimer. He is off the drink right bro, now. That this is, nigga. <laughs> bro, but this, this is this is this is what I'm saying, bro. Listen. I don't want to hear it. Bro, bro, you guys cap. Well, bro, I see that. that just means you that way that's more not involved in your that. ministry. Like, like I see. You way. And that's, I know that's you. Right. But as for me and my house, like my house, when I'm going to have a house, I am not paying the mortgage. Like, no. <laughs> no, you know, okay, right, right, like right, Joy, so not the mortgage. I feel but not... like not even as a woman, but just the person that I am, because I don't even want to make it sexist, but just the type of person that I am, I can flip shit. I can make my budget work. 
you don't have to be the richest motherfucker on earth to be able to provide for me and, and yourself at the same time. I'm not going to be asking you to do nothing that I cannot do for myself is the main point. Okay, and, 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 I, mm. and I hear that. And the difference is we having this conversation and t- like as this podcast and we got our own mindsets and our own way of thinking. What you just said is not what a lot of these women out here are thinking. When I see these conversations on Twitter, I see these conversations, conversations as, oh, my dad always took care of me and told me that I should not do anything if I have a man. And that's what they're thinking about it. That's, it's the that's, same thing, but that's because I saw my mom do what she had to do for my daddy to be able to take care of the house. She had to right. take care of the house, too, in her own way. Okay, we might not be able to go to Benny Hanna's, but we might have Benny Hanna's at home. Like, okay, I'm going to have to learn how to make got McDonald's at, the exactly. rice at home. Exactly. <laughs> right, and I, I feel mean, that. But I mean, like, how to, yeah. how to cook and how to finesse some shit, how to improve your house so uh, while you at home, it don't feel like you just in, in a bum-ass house. My, my daddy is a Bob the Builder-ass nigga. Like, can, okay, yeah, right. He can make yeah. the house look good. Like, that's what I expect. And as far as the person that's supposed to be the helpmate, you're supposed to help. Right. The helpmate. Uh-huh. That's fair. Yeah. And, and, I, and I agree with everything that you're saying in terms of when you said you want to ask somebody to do something that you couldn't do for yourself. Because now, when it was, when a man gets in a relationship with you personally, they got to step their game up because you already bossed up. So, and that, and and that's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. And if you can't, that's just not true. That's not it. No, I agree with that. Damn. Yeah, that's a fact. That's a fact. I don't need. I don't even want to give my opinion. <laughs> I don't even want to give my opinion on this shit because y'all that just went so hard. I don't want to bring it down like that. But uh, you got to, bro. Shit, as as Joy said, as far as me and my house, right, right, <laughs> <laughs> right. As far as me and my house, shit. I, I, it depends. Like I'm kind of circumstantial with this shit. Like I kind of, I'm kind of fluid between what both of y'all are saying. Like. Like, I'm trying to move off logic, like Vail was saying, but it's also certain things and, like, principles or whatever that I was raised on that I want to kind of keep the same. Like, not right. necessarily, uh, you know, because I'm the man, but it's because I just feel like it's my responsibility. Like, I've always been that way. So, if it, when it comes down to splitting shit 50-50, like, if it makes sense to split shit 50-50, then I'm with that. Because I'm, ta- I'm thinking, like, in terms of marriage, right? Like, I don't plan on, like, shacking up or no shit like that. But, because if it's my house and I'm the one on the lease and you just happen to move in with me, yeah, you could slide me some, you know, slide me some cheese. But, like Joy said, this is my place. You're not going to be paying my bills. Yeah, yeah, you don't have no ownership in this shit. Like, I'm you staying here, but you, like, you you helping me out. And right. that's cool. And maybe that'll help, you know, with some groceries now and then, you know what I'm saying? Like, we could probably get a few, you know what I'm saying? Most subscription services might splurge on a Disney Plus package, you know what I mean? Like some shit like that. But if we talking marriage, in my mind with marriage is that's like we combining forces. You know what I'm saying? We taking these two separate businesses and joining them as one. And then that my account becomes your account, your account becomes my account. So then yeah, like whatever needs to come out needs to come out. And those are 50 50 if we're making like comparable incomes or like 70 30 if that's the way the income split up split up or whatever but like how, the way i feel about it it's all circumstantial and it's all whatever makes the most sense and it's all whatever's gonna help us level up and get more you know what i mean like i'm not gonna do some shit that's gonna keep us stagnant like have you paying half of everything when i could be paying the whole thing and you could be stashing like the rest of your shit so we can invest in some shit Right. And then le- level up, you know what I mean? So, exactly. like, it's all whatever make the most sense for me. Exactly. Yeah, same. And my household. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did like that. I did, I did like that, yeah. 
Whatever. Because that's meant. the thing. I feel like every it that the whole question is not. It's not no blanket type of thing. For but some day. people feel that way, though. Some people know it's not circumstantial. It's like, I'm not paying shit, and I don't want to be with a nigga that expect me to pay shit. Like, some people, they ain't, it ain't circumstantial. Like, that's just, you got to fit into this mold at every stage of life. I mean, I'm the exact same way. Not, not, I'm agreeing 100%. But that's just that type of person. Like, I'm yeah. That that type of question just don't fit everybody. We all different. Because what I was telling y'all earlier, like, as far as the type of relationships I navigate through, I haven't been like monogamous pretty much in a year. Like Ooh, the type of way that I choose to date is not like that. So like those type of relationship barriers don't really apply. Yeah, yeah, and we got to we got that's to, a like, whole other episode, a whole yeah. another episode about that one because yeah, I, I got sure. hella questions. But Same, we got. <laughs> <laughs> like niggas want to know, like how do you pull it off? <laughs> Definitely want to know. How does that want to know? Show me the way. I say it anything really other well. than monogamous. It's like nigga, you trying to cheat? Hold on, no, that's not. No, nope, look, that, that, <laughs> hey, we gotta move on. Recently. We gotta move on. I have to explain to somebody like just because you probably don't mean that you can't cheat. Like it's still ways to be a fucked up person and be a <sighs> partner. Okay, but since we own, all right, we're gonna put a cap on that one. And Joy gonna take us through that whole, she gonna educate us on that whole thing later. But moving on to our next topic, we sticking with the relationship shit because this shit is kind of hidden. Like, these are like, <laughs> we getting into these topics and shit going crazy. But next question for y'all Do you have to talk to your partner every single day? That's tough. That's a tough one. I wanna That's start tough. off with Joy. Yeah, how do you feel about this? Because, like, like I said, as far as being poly, no, we don't have to talk every day at all. Like, I might not go a week without talking. Now, that might be a while when I talk to you. I'm like, you know, you've been okay, but it's not like, damn, motherfucker got me fucked up. But it's no, I don't have to talk to you every day. Joy living relationships, I've only seen on HBO. I mean, it's. (laughs) I'm gonna let you finish, but I just had. I'm just like, damn, you really going weeks without talking to me? Like I said, not weeks, one week. (laughs) Now weeks is a bit much, but just that's a straight out. That's a straight HBO shit. But go ahead. Talking every day, like it's just for me. Everybody is different, but my boundary that is possessive, even if it's not somebody doing that to me once I feel myself hitting somebody up like uh, or realizing like okay dang where you where you at what was going on like the type of people that I even date are like busier people so mm. it makes sense to not be able to talk to you every day or every single day or you know people that like are probably too so y'all you you with somebody else and that's fine like I'll talk to you when we have something planned like that's that's cool but I don't think you need to talk every every, every day. Like that's a bit extensive, honestly. Like yeah, certain relationships, like, I can see if I didn't live with somebody and like somebody tripping off of me and like having a good twenty four and not talking, that being a real problem for me. Yeah, but I'm, like this question is aimed more towards like the talking dating phase of a relationship. So, Vale, in that phase. Do you have to talk to your partner every single day? Not even your partner. It's wrong to call a person. So you saying, so you saying, so you saying we we talking like 
Yeah, you know, like you know what I'm saying? You just you just slid in the DMs, like you got the number, you know what I mean? Y'all no, y'all court, no. you know so, what I'm saying? Like, right. Right. But like yeah. it's 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 established now that y'all like trying to do something. Right, we doing you something. You know what I mean? Right, yeah. For sure. So do, at that stage, do you got to talk to your partner every single day? I would say no, you don't have to. And the reason why I say no, you don't have to is because I I feel like you want to keep everything fresh. So I feel mm. like when you do talk to somebody every day, <laughs> you ain't trying to use up all your material. You, that, <laughs> everything, right? Because now it's like once we together, we know each other well enough. Hey, nigga. All right, but when you talking, it's like, damn, I can't. I just sent her good morning, sweetheart, thirty times now. I know she's tired. Like, hey, I you know just switched it up with an exclamation right. point. It, right, there's only emojis. so many emojis. Right, or you, right, or you say good morning, love, or something. You, you, right. But you're tired of doing it, like. And I, and you uh-huh. know, what I'm I've been in a situation where it's like, okay, damn, I just said all these different words. So I'm like, you know what? Maybe it's okay. Not, you know, we go two, three days without talking, then I, I come back. But the thing is, I say two, three days because you don't want to be in a situation where. You being forgot about, or if you really want that person, you don't right. want somebody to you come in and take that time. Right, exactly. So it's you gotta have a balance. You gotta basically go off feelings, uh, off mirror. So yeah, that's kind of how I feel. I ain't gonna lie, dog. Like for some, for whatever reason, and you know I'm in a relationship right now, and, I, and you know I love you, girl. But shout out, shout out. <laughs> whatever reason, bro. Like I always find myself like uh, attracting these women that that damn near need you to talk to them every single day. Like, and if you don't talk to them every single day, it's damn near issue type shit. And it's like, I think, well, I go wrong. Like, I don't do what Vail just said, right? Like, I go every day, like, every single day, like, when we first started off, like, I'm super interested, you know what I mean? And I, and this is all coming from a genuine place. It ain't like, you know, this is a part of a game or whatever, but, like, I'm super, like, you know what I'm saying, into you type shit. So I'm sending those texts, and we in, like, constant communication. And I'm a communicator. So if you giving me you giving me energy, I'm giving you that energy right back type shit. Like it ain't like some I'm trying to play it cool. I'm gonna let you hit you. No, I'm gonna wait a few hours to hit her back type shit. I'm gonna right. wait till tomorrow. Like no, nah, if you giving me time, I'm giving you that same time right back. So in the beginning, that's hella time exchanging. That's hella energy exchanging both ways. And you went, you know what I'm saying? A week, you know what I'm saying? A week and a half, two weeks talking every single day. But after that, man, I'll be burnt out. Yeah, no, <laughs> definitely. Get, yeah, I be trying to get definitely. back to the regular scheduled program. Like, hey, let me hit you like every, you know, what I'm saying once in a while. Let me check in, you know, what I'm saying like every couple of days or so. But once you establish, like, you know, what I'm saying like a beat line of, you know, what I'm saying uh, talking every single day, and you switch it up like that, motherfuckers. I've learned that people don't appreciate that shit. But I'm with y'all. I don't. I don't want. I don't want to have to talk to my. Like in that stage, I don't want to have to talk to you every yeah, single day. I don't even day. talk to my mama every day. Right, and that's right, the yeah, thing. That's, that's hey, yeah, that's I use my mama for like you know what I'm saying the the focus the, group the and market. everything. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't have to fact, tell yeah. my mama what the fuck I'm doing right you now. What is on you? the mama meter? <laughs> right. <laughs> hey, you're right, right, <laughs> right. Yeah, the mama fact, meter. Yeah. yeah, and I and I wasn't even in the same city as my OG for a while, so it's like. So, yeah, that, yeah, that, so, yeah, yeah. Hey, mom's yeah, forever would be the benchmark. You know what I mean? Like, if I don't have to talk to her every single day, but I do well, try I got, to yeah. talk to my mama. You know what I'm saying? Most days, but if I don't got to talk to her every single day, why do you feel like entitled that I have to talk to you every single every day? day? For sure. yeah. well, and that's that's damn near red flag. And like, growing, red flag. nah, for real. Like that shit is a red flag, and I'm learning that. Like, you know what I'm saying? As I'm growing and being more mature in relationships, and like realizing what I want. And what 
they won't. So I'm like, I'm probably a, a couple more months away from one of those HBO type relationships that Joy got. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, I was going to say, like, the way that the HBO relationships work is just by <laughs> acknowledging Open. people's feelings, like openness, but like, yeah, okay, honest. like, my whole thing is like, the logic behind your feelings might not make the sense, but your feelings are valid. So, like, mm. I don't know why the fuck you want to talk to me every day, but if you really be feeling shitty when I don't talk to you, I will try to find a way, and when I do make stuff like that happen, it's always something, like, corny. That's a word. That's a word, Joy. The okay. knowledge, but the, the knowledge, uh, what do you say? The, uh, Whatever behind the know. the knowledge behind your 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 feelings don't always make sense. Yeah, the logic feelings, don't be making the logic, sense. Yeah, but your feelings still valid. So like That's I might up. do something corny, like you know, what you make for dinner type shit. Like okay, if I don't talk to you all day, at least we send a picture of our dinner place type shit. Like right, yeah. Right. Like you know, now if we do that, does lead to some more extra convo. Then you know, sure, that naturally. But like if not, you know, I was thinking about you and I upheld. The respect, the little loyalty I have to this relationship. Even if it's a friend type person, I've had friends, right. you know, I'm not fucking, but like, damn, I ain't heard from you in a couple of days. Is, is you fake or something? Like, bitch. <laughs> I'm just right. not even thinking about you. My bad. That's what's what's up? Up? Joy, Joy dropping the gym. So I'm, yeah, I'm going to ask y'all this. Are we talking about Boosie's parenting or do we want to just get right into the Joy ride? I feel like everybody got the same consistency. Everybody yeah. should know that that nigga is wilder. <laughs> so at the end of the day, you know, I feel like at least that's how I think everybody should think. Like that nigga yeah. And that's and that's the segment. Time for the Joy Ride. Joy, <laughs> Joy, what you got for us today on the Joy Ride? All right. So I told y'all last week that I want the Joy Ride to just be like a ride with y'all on my thoughts, like some stuff that I didn't thought of. Usually, I'm smoking. Yeah, take a sip because you might need it for this. Because I just want to, you know, just yeah, my with cup me for empty. A I'm blue. My cup is empty. Hold on. Uh, well, get in the well, car. We're good. Just get we're in the good. car. Right. We're we're good. Good. I'm here. I'm here. Yeah, we're good. Okay. So I was thinking about shame, you know, S H A M E. Okay. So, like, shame is always put in like a negative light. But. Uh. Some I don't know. I don't know if y'all ever watched um guys, what's the show with the sex demons? It's nope. about the, the nasty kids. <laughs> it's about the, the, the little kids. It's a cartoon about little kids on next Big Mouth. Oh, a uh, Big Mouth, yeah, for yes. sure. I watched that. Yeah. So the second season was with a shame monster. Like yep. Yep. and it was showing how like shame is necessary. That's not what brought the thought, but like it just came on. And just it's certain stuff that like Black people have heavy shame on and a whole bunch of other stuff. And shame is really like the root <laughs> of all isms, any racism or whatever. It's a personal shame that somebody else has and then tries to project on somebody else, I feel. Mm. But like for me, I have like some important shame, but some stupid shame and some stuff I want to work over. Like I come from like a bigger family, so I have like aunties that always had bigger arms and just as far as uh, I don't even know if you realize it's black men but like sometimes ladies with big arms cover them up with like jackets and shawls so where you always see somebody like it's a little hot but she got on a little shawl even if it ain't long it might just cover up the The, shoulder right underneath the armpit but it's the sun the sun dress denim jacket combo period yeah right you see it mostly on like bigger women 
And I never realized that it was a bigger women thing growing up. And I wasn't bigger growing up. But I just always knew you're not supposed to show your arms as a lady. Like, I thought it was for hoes, really. Like, that's why my family didn't do it. It wasn't until, like, very recently they was like, you know, girl, we did that because we had big arms. Like, show your arms. But me as somebody that's, like, not even 130 pounds, like, as what somebody else might feel, you don't have no reason to cover up your arms. I still sometimes struggle with showing Showing your arms. And, like, in men, sometimes, like, the black men thing that people talk about often is, like, crying. Or just as a man, period. Like, that's kind of a shameful thing. If you feel a a tear coming on, like, you got to fight it. Men don't cry type thing. So, like, y'all see some things that, like, you have been raised in that, like, you kind of want to undo in yourself as far as things that you want to work on in yourself. Like, not to shame yourself for you know, even if it's like spending money, like, you know, be smart about spending money. But some yeah. people like grew up in households where it's like we're not supposed to spend money. So mm. do want to, it's like, you know, I don't I don't think I should <clears throat> deserve it or some something like that. That was that was definitely thought provoking, Joy. No, that was thought provoking. Yeah, we definitely appreciate you for that. And <laughs> that was the joy ride. Cool. So now I think we got some some music to get into. We only gonna hold y'all for a little while longer, but we did definitely get some drops this week in terms of yes, music. Now, I'm interested in knowing who checked out the Young M.A. I, I, I started. The Red Flu. Young M.A. dropped yep. off the Red Flu, and I want to know who amongst my co-hosts actually gave it a spin this I week. Started it. I started it. I think I heard up to Angels and Demons. You started sure. it. You know, yes. I was skipping through till I felt and right. you skipped through. I skipped through till I fell right, and it brought me right back at the beginning. And, and, through, and it was oh like, yeah, of course it did because it's only seven songs. Right, I'm like, okay, well, <laughs> he's talking about you skipped through, and then talking about he started it. Like it's literally 21 minutes the entire process, <laughs> and, that, and it, it is crazy. Yeah, so the this, music y'all was, y'all was doing your homework in the hallway before class started. Well, music is heavy, and I feel like, you know, as I'm listening to it, because I listen to it on two different occasions, but it's just like, it's nothing, like, I mm. feel like every song was something, you know what I'm saying, that I, you know, it's okay, I didn't, I could do it out. But okay. I do think that the first two tracks are crazy. I like those a lot. I got yeah. you. I like, those, I like those first two tracks a lot. Well, I, I like the Trapper Cap one. That was really feeling me. Like, the, hey. uh, the whole other, tra- like, I okay. have gotten into it with niggas on, online and shit because I really do not fuck with New York rap. That psychotic, hip-hop, hip-hop, like, that shit, I don't like it. And she, that's how her flow is. Yeah, she, like, so, epitomizes that. Right. So, it just is, like, unless... I was feeling the beat, and like the person that the th- the tag at the beginning was something I knew before, and I'm like, okay, I like what he's making songs, and I felt the song, so mm-hmm. I really don't even think I liked her. It was really him. Okay, so I'm gonna ask this: like overall, we got a we got a general feeling about the album, the project that it, Young and May Red Flu. Favorite tracks, Joy? You said Trapper Cap. Yeah, Tra- Trapper Cap. That was definitely one of mine too. What about you, Will? Yeah, Favorite I, I said the, the first Luke? two. I think uh, what is it called? Uh, Drip Set and Quarantine Party. I like both of those. I hate it. Both of those. Wow. Yeah, that, that's why I said I was skipping through. I'm like, let me see what. I hated both of those songs. We are gonna move on. Wait, but did you yeah, listen to Gunner? 
that's what we getting into. The next album. Yeah, we moving on to the next album that we got. That album yeah. was so fucking good. Like. Gunna, Gunna dropped off. Well, wait, wait, wait. Before we get into Wanna by Gunna, on a scale of 1 to 10. Uh, from what I heard, it's about a 6. 6. Oh, Joy for you. Six. 6. 6 on y'all. I'm going to give it... Yeah. yeah, I'm gonna give it like a six, six okay. five, six point five, because tra- trapper cap was definitely something that I'm gonna add to the playlist. But now we yeah. can get into the one. All right, one. What's the uh, overall impression I, of this this joint gonna drop? I realize that, that we haven't heard from, from him in a project. project. It probably was about, about a year, year at, least, at least six, six seven, seven months. months. So, so I, was I was ready, ready to hear him, and he, he did, did what he was supposed to. He slid. Um, okay. Everything was right. Hey, bro, you changed you change locations or something? Because your, your voice is no, low. Because I'm, I'm getting, getting an echo. echo. Yeah, like super heavy. <laughs> that nigga went in the back. Hey, that dog ran through you. <laughs> All right, Hello? <laughs> Uh, bro, I guess yeah, it's gonna be twice. Okay, all right, cool. I'm here. But no, nah, yeah. So uh, I think that, um, like I said, we haven't heard from him in a while, and hearing him made sense. Now, and he did what he, exactly what he was supposed to do. I, I like, I like the majority of the of the album for sure. Okay, what about you, Joy? I loved it. I personally love. Okay. I I love Jeffrey. So any of his children, Jeffrey's. Oh man, why you ain't telling me you love your daddy, bro? You know that's my man, bro. Hey, we making connections over here on the Enough Said podcast. Yeah, Yeah. that's my friend. So any any of his children are like my cousins. So I fuck with them. It's like a family reunion every time I listen to it. Like that shit made me want to buy some sunglasses and like kick it in my like club. Right, it was finna be in full effect. Like that's it. Was lit. Uh, I fucked with it too. Heavy. It's crazy because we we seldom like feel like the yeah, same about that's a music. Fact. Yeah. About music, <laughs> but like gun, yeah, gonna definitely dropped off. Like I was kind of skeptical because I'm like, that's what I said too. Like, like nigga, what, what? what talking about? Yeah. But out the gate, he got into some shit. So like, I'm gonna ask y'all, what's y'all favorite tracks on here? We got mm, three. Y'all. Go ahead. Three uh, favorite. Enjoy. Well, number one, I want to say that the cover art was so fucking groovy. Like, that shit was so That shit was out of this world. So, like, it was thought-provoking. Like, and I don't know who is that little Yachty made that song, like, I'm the only one care about cover art. Like, motherfuckers really be putting trash-ass cover art on their shit. So this really, like, hyped me up. So outside of that, Argentina, like, the first track was... Lit. I really love Definitely it. jumped out the off the porch with some shit right there. What you every, got another two? Every feature he had was cold as fuck. So it's really, look, look, Jay Oh I'm my god, because I was thinking the same. I'm like every feature he got on this bitch is so him fire. and Lil Baby and Future is my last two for that because they both snapped. Lil Baby went so crazy and so did Future. Like every time they do their stuff together, and I saw like some little interview with Future talking about Gunner and like his when he first started rapping and shit, and it just, like, really made me like them so much more. So that track just, it just was a good-ass album, y'all. Yeah. All right, so I'm going to get into my favorite. My favorite was that one of them was definitely, like, the the intro. He Like I said, he jumped off the porch, like, just really on some sliding shit. Like, he definitely slid on every single track. But my other two is uh, 
Dollars on my head with the young, the first Young Thug feature on there, and then Skybox. Skybox definitely went crazy. And like I drove back to the crib this weekend, I definitely gave this a whole different vibe. Whole different, like whole different vibe when you blasting this shit in the car. So, Vel, what's I'll your say, what's your favorite? Argentina is crazy. He kicked it off crazy. Argentina's crazy. I think a fiend in a foe is crazy, and blindfold with a baby. I'll go with those three. Mm-hmm. They're my favorite joint. It just crazy. Yeah, I, yeah. Look, baby, yeah. always seal the deal for me. Yeah. Speeches like he go crazy. Hey, but no, did y'all? Cause y'all tell that that was going to be a little baby Kinda. feature when the song started. Yeah. I was like, when this first came on, I wasn't even looking like at who like the title of the song and none of that shit. I'm like, damn, this sound like a little baby feature. Little baby, yeah. And yeah, lo and behold, yeah. that's what we got. Yep. So what y'all giving it on the scale of one to ten? Eight point five nine for one? sure. Yeah. Woo. It's high. Okay. It's gonna get a nine. How you coming, Joy? It was just it was I loved it, but nine? I know that like I'm not gonna listen to every song on that album again. again. Yeah. So yeah, it makes fine. the whole thing. Mm. Like it was some songs I yeah. skipped. Skip and yeah. Based on that, okay. I kinda feel the same. I gave it an eight. I was giving it an eight out of ten. Based on like what Joy just said, it is some shit on here. That I'm gonna skip, but it was definitely like this is my first full project from Gunna. I'm used to hearing him on features, and I'm definitely interested in the next one after listening to this. All right, cool, man. So we ain't got into the music. Oh, we got one more. Did anybody get uh Son of a Gun a spin this week, this weekend from uh oh. my boy Key Glock? <laughs> No, I ain't I did not listen to that. <laughs> Let me I listen to Glock this week. I hey, we'll I- talk about him next week. Yeah, put Glock. Right, yeah, we'll we'll put Glock back on back on the docket for next week. I ain't gonna lie, I was doing my laundry that shit. I felt asleep. Anyway, <laughs> all right, cool. So now it's time for our last segment. Usually, every topic that we discuss here on the Enough Set podcast is something that we've already talked about through the week in a group chat. But for this segment, this is where the co-hosts actually get to spring something new on each other and we call this segment the what you bring into the barbecue segment because if you know you know and if you show up to a barbecue without shit to, without shit to bring then you might as well turn around and go home so Vil, what you bring into the uh, barbecue so we've been week? in quarantine a lot of things that i'm really interested in i've been put on hold because like sports is put on hold uh you know different things is put on hold that i really like mm. that involves crowds and one thing that was put on hold <laughs> Fun. Battle rap. I'm heavy in the battle rap, um, but it was just another live event that came out that I watched yesterday, which was amazing. It's on Caffeine, the app. You can download Caffeine, follow URL TV, and you can go to it, and they're going to have live events. They got a tournament going on, I think, next Saturday. They're doing the second part of the tournament. It's real fun. If you like bars, if you like rap and aggression, you should definitely check it out. So I definitely want to put y'all on with the, with the URL TV battle rap segment. Um, I think that that's a, that's very important to get into if you like hip hop. So, yeah. Cool, Joy. What you bring so to I the barbecue told y'all this that week? This was my like third time barbecuing, but I learned how to barbecue from my papa. And when I barbecue, the last few times I barbecue, people be watching me because I don't use liquid fluid on my coal. Char, char, what you call it? Charcoal fluid, lighter fluid. Yeah, lighter fluid. Lighter yeah. fluid. There we go. Charcoal. I don't use yeah, those lighter shit. fluid. Like, man, I, hey, I be going crazy with my that shit sometimes. 
like Will me, Smith I, in that one episode. My mama never used that growing up. And, like, my mama has learned how to barbecue like that. So, like, I could always taste the difference between what my mama and daddy barbecue. And I just always prefer, like, my mom's. Like, the lighter fluid does add a different taste. There are different... So I just want to let y'all know there are like yeah, so many sure. different ways but, to light coals. There are so many different tools that you can do to light coals and then put them in. Like it, it works. And it, I swear to God, like it tastes so good. Like how Hank Hill feels about propane is how I advocate for lighter fluidless barbecue. And how do you light it? But Joy, I ain't gonna lie though, Joy. Have I you like tried it without? <laughs> I have I have tried like my uncle is like a a, a grilling savant you know what I mean like he he do it all kind of way he I just when I went home this weekend he was telling me about how I, all the different woods that I need to start using and not use charcoal at all so he was telling me like get you some uh some some apple wood some you know cherry wood all type of shit and he's like stop using that charcoal so I know like what barbecue tastes like without you know what I'm saying like you said lighter fluid less barbecue but. A part of me still likes what the taste you of like that lighter, lighter fluid. fluid as barbecue. Lighter like, fluid. What do, what do you <laughs> like some of that shit tastes good. Some of that shit tastes good, man. Get a little, little chemicals on that joint, you know what yeah, I mean? And that's, that's that chemical <laughs> yeah, flavor. Like it's, but... I've seen my papa like when he first yeah. learned how to barbecue. Like my papa is such a teach. Well, he was a teacher, so he just can't help it. And he showed me like three different ways to right. light coal, like an electric starter. So okay, so you got electric starter is like, like the I don't know what's it called these little um stove tops we got in Indianapolis, but how that is electric stove is how the coals start. Mm -hmm. That one is you plug it up, put it on the coals, they start getting you know red, light up, keep it on there, boom, one. It's another way with the actual coal starter. It's like a little tin can, like almost like a trash can, but it's smaller. Those, that's what I have. I seen those. You yeah. start it up, put a little fire at the bottom. You get it, get it lit, keep the fire up. When you see all the coals is white and burning, staying burnt, you're good. Throw it on the fire. It was one more way that yeah. he taught me. Now, I will yeah, say I that those. way, I did not pay attention to because by that time I was hungry. But it is plenty of different ways. Now, I have put like applewood and shit in my coal, like soak it and threw it on there, or like get the slab and put my salmon on it when I barbecue. Yeah. And that was decent, but I have tasted like the difference, and I'll say like I liked it better without the wood. But as far as like that coal, that lighter fluid, and then some people really, when people don't know how to barbecue, you know, it's young. We're all they just overdo now it. starting to barbecue really for the first times in our lives. So barbecues right now can be really fucked up because it's a lot of our first. And I've been to some like nasty ass barbecue and I like just didn't think that barbecue it's definitely a skill but that definitely a skill it's definitely a skill you got yeah you got to develop that shit cause I ain't gonna lie I, I burnt a few things I only post to get shit but I burnt a few things too <laughs> alright man so what I'm bringing to the barbecue this week is probably going to get the side eye from a couple of the aunties and you know what I'm saying some of the cousins going to be talking about me behind my back type shit but I brought Karen to the barbecue <laughs> now if you're unfamiliar with Karen, <laughs> if you're unfamiliar with Karen Karen is a white woman that is drunk on her privilege and provides amazing content if you can capture her and her caringness in a moment on camera. 
So what I'm bringing to the barbecue this week is, man, if you don't know what the fuck I'm talking about, please, like, just search Karen on Twitter, on YouTube, anything and watch these white women <laughs> go off about, about nothing yeah about oh, nothing man. and be and the funniest part about it is the funniest part about it is they fail like they fail drastically and it's also kind of like a sad very sad undertone to this shit but because all that stems from them you know what i'm saying crown wolf and being able to you know like, get their way and f- for the most most of the time for the detriment of like black people especially you know what i'm saying specifically black men but yeah so that's what i brought to the barbecue this week uh <laughs> sorry auntie <laughs> but uh yeah so man what y'all got any parting words for the people before we let them go with the positive note yeah, it's been a, yeah been a for sure stay show. safe be blessed all right what about you, Joy? Um, Any parting words? Think happy thoughts, put out good energy, and trust yourself. Hey, that's what's up. That's what's up. Because my, my positive note is kind of along the, the, the lines of thinking. I'm reading this book, Think and Grow Rich, and I'm in a chapter of persistence. And one of the lines that I took from it that I'm going to share with y'all, definitely go pick this up if you got time, is there is no substitute for persistence. It cannot be supplemented by any other quality remember this is the beginning and it will only harden you when you go when the going may seem difficult so that's uh think and grow rich by napoleon hill Uh, stay persistent stay blessed peace